Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Earrings Off. We want to invite you to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. You can find us on Facebook at Earrings Off Podcast and on Instagram at The Earrings Off Podcast. Welcome to Earrings Off. I'm Lou. And I'm Teresa. Let's get started. Okay, Teresa, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I actually slept last night. Oh, I'm saying, I I know. I was like a zombie yesterday because I just, I didn't get any sleep. You know, I I talked to my, you know, I talked to my sister because, you know, all we were talking about all day with everybody, of course, was the election. And my sister she said to me, she said, oh, you know, I'm out at the store. I'm getting my snacks for the night because I'll be up. And of course, you know, because I'm all into the food thing. When she said that, my antenna went up like, oh, my goodness, I forgot to get, <laughs> I forgot to get snacks <laughs> because I'm going to be up. So I had to go make sure that was taken care of. You see priorities. But I tell you, um, it was. You know, I, I, of course, you. T- I'm, I'm sure that you do this too. You, I stay up for elections, but Tuesday, oh my goodness, it was just, just nail biting. The whole just, well, just I up have and down. It was just something. Oh my goodness, yeah. I honestly, Lou, I decided that I was not going to stay up for the election because it's just been so stressful for me. Yeah, I guess. So what I did. did yeah. What I did was I did my bath thing. Ah, I did my bath well. thing, and I I uh, decided to uh, t- just take a calming bath um, right at seven o'clock, <laughs> and yeah. um, um, I lit my candle. I had my lavender oil in the tub. You know, it was it was it was amazing. Well, and I had my music on, and yeah. uh, I I was relaxing, and I wasn't even thinking about it. So when I got out of the out of the bath, um, got my PJs on, and you know I was headed to bed with a book, right? And uh, I laid there, was was trying to read, and all I could think was, I got to look. I've got to look. I've got to take it, check it out. I just can't. I can't wait till tomorrow for the results. So I went downstairs and uh, I I couldn't leave. <laughs> I was in stuck well, there on the couch watching it. Well, let me tell you. Okay, you weren't the only one with the smart strategy. I did the same. I, I said, okay, um, you know. Now she asked me. He said, well, what are you what are you doing? I got my blanket and I went in another room and I just sort of I played um, my favorite spiritual songs. I went into my place. I prayed. I was quiet. And um, that's what I was doing. And I thought I was in a good place. And then when I came back in the room where the election was blaring, um, I started saying some words, which let me know apparently that hadn't worked. Took all of about five minutes for me to lose where I was. I was like, Lord, you're still working on me. I've been in there for about an hour to get to this place, and I lost it in five minutes. 
So, so uh, that didn't work as well. But I like you once you get started on it. I was watching, um, you know, I, I used to my nine bosses from city council. I am still interested in those rate uh, those uh, races, the local races, because I think about my former colleagues and uh, election time was always a stressful time for us as staff because you know you're dealing with um, the the um, the logistics of possible changeover. There are a lot of behind the scenes that staff have to do a lot of tasks that go into any kind of transition. Even if you're getting one new member on and losing a member, there's a lot of emotion. You know, people, even though they're your bosses, but you work with them and you know their style. So we were looking, I was looking at that and thinking about my old colleagues, my staff, and knowing what, what all of the implications were for them. So I was thinking about that at the local level. But um, but then, of course, the biggie was the national and the state. So just watching that and, and just seeing those votes come in for Trump, I, I'm, I was just so disheartened at first, you know, just so disheartened, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, I still am disheartened by it, even though um, right now uh, Biden is leading, it just further uh shows how um uh, divided this country is yeah and and that 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 it it's that that two people two people can see the same situation and just come back with a different meaning of that situation um and that's what that's what we are and i don't know how you know with a divided um congress if joe biden wins or let me say when joe biden wins (laughs) yeah what will he be able to do what change will he be able to affect because we're so divided you know well and um it really it really got me thinking too you know all you ever hear when there are folks who supporting trump is that i love his policies i love his policies so one thing i did was um i took out my laptop and just Mm research what what mm-hmm. are trump's policies mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. have you done that no i have no i haven't policies? i haven't done a re- research on it because i know his policies concern how much he can tweet how much he can call decisiveness <laughs> how much he can uh, denigrate women because there's not been actual work done on policy because right. when you during this election, right, when, girl. I, I'm telling mm. you, I've, I've worked in the in government and, and with politicians and enough to know how laws are created and policies. And there's not been anything other than constantly causing division in this nation i when you when you talk about what policies not only have there not been policies in place that benefit the american people not that benefit president trump and his group i'm talking about policies that are to the good of the average citizen that's what i've not seen but when you can spend i can't even imagine as the leader of the free world, having that kind of time 
I used to be staff on the local level. I didn't even have time for all of that kind of nonsense that we see them engaged in. So that's what's been so um, that's what's been so disheartening, you know? Yeah. So you you're you're spot on, but there there are those who were interviewed who support him, and that's what they, that's their go-to line. And right. you never hear them say anything about what those policies are. Yeah. And like I've never heard anybody spout any policy. Right. I, all I hear about him taking down is all I hear about him is uh, just getting rid of all of the things that policies and laws that Obama had in well, place prior well, to him. Well, and and that's so true because I I didn't completely read the article, but I started reading an article in uh I can't remember if it was the New York Times or New Yorker recently that. Um, you know, I live in the South, but my, my mind, I, my goal is to live in New York because I read everything connected to it. But anyway, <laughs> um, and they were talking, went behind the scenes with the Obama administration talking about how they started working on the Affordable Care Act. And I tell you, this article just took you from beginning to end, all of the ups and the downs and how they had to work with Congress to get this in place and how other administrations had tried for years because there are so many Americans who are uninsured and we know the implications of that. So we don't have to, to go in depth on that. Everybody knows what that means when you have a condition or you need to go to the doctor and you don't have access to health care. But that was a lot of work a lot of give and take, a lot of back and forth, um, trying to make modifications which might be amenable to the majority for that to pass. Now, when you do something like that, that monumental, everybody talks about it, but there was a lot of work, a lot of people working on that. And, but when you do something like that, that's intense. So it requires a lot of concentrated effort you don't have time to tweet and go on you know go on fox and all you don't have that kind of time you don't have the luxury of that because you're trying to get the work done so when you look at something like that versus what we've seen lately it just really makes you remember what what we miss and how when you you're dealing with superficial stuff and the pettiness, it takes away time from stuff that actually needs to be done. So, yeah, but and that, that but, speaks to the hard work and the dedication yeah. that went into yeah. that speaks to the fact that he's not been able to dismantle it. Right. And he's going to have to require, I mean, rely on the, um, the Supreme Court. So, well, but, you know, but your earlier point about, you know, the divisiveness and stuff. And I was just I wanted to say I was disheartened initially, but I I have hope with the end result. And and I while it has been ugly to see where we are, I'm encouraged that because I, I know as a as a lot of people say, well, we're just uncovering what's already what was always there, and I believe that. But now we get to look it squarely in the face, all of us, and hopefully engage in some meaningful conversations about where we are. And that's what's it not may, happening. 
Well, but I, I think it can happen maybe in our relationships, if not on a national level, because that's hard. But you can make an impact. And I, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer in this, never dismissing what you can do as you walk your daily path in your interactions with others, that you can have an impact with one person that then carries to the next person or that how many times has someone said something to you that you remembered later and processed and think, you know what, maybe this is shifting my thinking on this. So it is uncovered what was there, but I don't, and it's all of its ugliness and it has been so painful and kudos to to everyone, to all of the young people, particularly in the Black Lives Matter movement, people who have sacrificed and, and just will not let this moment pass without showing well, the ugliness. And so I think as a result of that, this is a, a good time for us to all be Americans and to, to talk and try to help heal. I really do. Hate to be Debbie Downer. But okay. that's, that song has been, that we've sang that song. We've been singing yeah. that song. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, it, the, the, we knew it was there. It didn't yeah. uncover anything. We knew it was there. It's been there. I mean, yeah. we have fought and protested and all of that. It's, it's, I don't know what the answer is, but I know that this is much of the same. And that's what's so disheartening for me. Okay. Being okay. black in America is hard. Well, now I don't want anything I said to get it twisted. No, it is hard, sister. <laughs> it is hard. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 hard. But um as much as I, I hate to say it, um it, it's hard and I don't when I say this, I don't want people to, to think I'm minimizing it, but um Teresa, we were made for hard. We are hard people. We we don't we don't crumble, we don't faint. We 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 are hardy people. I, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying we should have to be. So don't miss that. I see your face. But what yeah. I'm saying, we have to be. That's but, exactly but what, what I'm thinking. But, yeah, Do we have a yeah. choice in that. Yeah, <laughs> we but have to take well, it on the no, chin and keep moving. No, well, but the yeah. thing is, is that sometimes through the hardness, we we are people who, as rough as it is, we still prevail. We continue to move forward. And we um, don't, though, do. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. But, but I mean, I'm they're not, still killing every day. The cops are still shooting black men on the street. Well, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't stop. Yeah. You know, yeah. every day I, is something else. Yeah. And we're treated differently just by the color of our, because of the color of our skin. And it's, it, it, it's heartbreaking. And it's, it's hard to stay positive through, through it all, you know. Well, it's but I, 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 I mean, I'm, I, I'm not giving up. I do. And, and you're, you're right. Uh, one of the points that you made earlier, uh, it's it's an individual thing, I believe, and it's a neighbor by neighbor thing. Like you have to, you have to in your everyday walk, you you have to keep keep talking, and you have to keep not all of us, not just black people. I'm just saying everybody. We all oh, yeah. have to check yeah. one another 
Right. And and that is going to be the only way. But, you know, I, I just would, when you look at the, when you look at how divided the country is, I don't know how you ever, you have, you have uh, contiguous states that are, that have a, a process, a way of thinking. And, yeah. and, and how do you change that? Because they're neighbors and they're not going to change. They're not going to change the way that they think. And it won't be easy for someone like me to move into the middle of that and, and survive it. You know, Teresa, and, you're, and you're absolutely right. But I guess, I don't know. I didn't um, drink the Kool-Aid, but where I, the way I'm processing this is I was so nervous before this election and so distrustful because I really thought, you know, I'm hearing all the conversations and hearing people say that now they realize about white privilege and what we've had to endure. And, you know, you see the, um, you know, you saw the movement and all kinds of people involved. And, you know, I went to Starbucks recently and I was behind this car with all of these Black Lives Matter signs on it and Biden, Harris, and it ends and all of these signs. And when I pulled up, there were a group of white women in it, middle-aged white women. And I, I was thinking, wow. So when I saw all of that, still, I was so nervous because I kept telling Nasheed, I said, that's all well and good. But when they go in that booth or when they mail in those ballots, They'll check Trump because people don't want to change things where they feel like they're at a disadvantage because they bought into what Trump's saying. You, you, you see what I'm saying? So when it's not about being, Trump, really, but I kept being worried that when they go into the booth, that still with all that's happened, they were going to pick him and with all of the baggage. But that's where we sit today. That didn't happen. And so I'm encouraged by that, that enough people didn't well, drink I, the Kool-Aid. I don't, well, I don't think that, I don't think, I don't think it, it could be any other. It, it could be, Trump, it, it's power, though. Oh, yeah. But that's it what I mean, Teresa. People don't. It, that's control. what I mean, though. But hear me. That's what I'm saying when I say people don't want to give up their privilege, their power, and everything that goes with it. Even if people realize you've been wronged in something, they still don't want their position compromised. You, you know that. That's the. That's the end of the. I don't. I don't wish you any ill will, but. Don't cause my position to be lessened any. And that's right. what I was so nervous about. But it but Teresa, I have to be encouraged that that didn't happen. You can be encouraged all you want. And I I don't think that that happened in that case because the the people who go in and vote um vote for Trump or for that establishment, let's say, mm -hmm. 
they will never have a Black Lives Matter sticker on their car, I don't think. So I think you're safe in assuming that those women did, did, did not support him. I think you're safe in that because I don't think, I think the only people, I think the only people, okay. I, on. I think the only people who are putting those, they, they don't want to be associated one way or the other. They're not putting out signs. They're, they're towing the line and not having the conversation. Okay. Those are the people who, you know, they're, they're not going to, because okay. you can't believe in both. You can't, you can't, you can't believe it. I think there's a special place for you if you tout that you believe that Black Lives Matter. And we shouldn't even be, it's ludicrous to me that we're having this conversation, first of all. But I don't think that, that we have to have this conversation, not that we're having the conversation. But I don't think that a person... I do believe that some people, businesses, are putting up Black Lives Matter signs on their buildings to keep them safe. I, I believe there, I believe some of that's going on, but I don't oh. think an individual, I don't think an individual is putting a sign in their yard that says Biden Harris and Black Lives Matter and voting the opposite. I, I don't think that's happening because that's two different mindsets. I mean, I think they'd be so offended that anybody would even put a sign like that on their on their lawn. No, oh, they're not, not doing saying, that. No, I'm not saying But that, I do that. believe that there are I believe that there are millions the voting voting shows of folks who don't have a sign mm -hmm. that's putting up put that that is going in and and and, and balloting. And I think I, t I share with you about the political pundit the the pollster that came and and that I that I listened to, he said it. I mean, people People aren't talking about it. They're 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 not. They will t they will lead you to believe one way, and not committee, and they're going to vote for Trump because they're embarrassed to, uh, to otherwise say, because they don't yeah. want, you know. And this and this dog whistle that he put out too, it it really hurt him in the long run. And I'm glad to to um, to suburban women, first of all, saying to them, We're, I'm going to get your husbands working. Really. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. that was so offensive. He didn't even realize that he's so tone deaf. This dude is so tone deaf. And 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 then to say, I'm going to save the suburbs. There's no action in the suburbs, honey. I live in the suburbs. I live in a yeah. mostly white suburb. And we're not, there's nothing happening out here. You know, so that's another dog whistle. Like, yeah. you know, and it, it's, it's, oh, it's just so disheartening. I, I just, well, it's so well. disheartening. And Teresa, and I, I hear it, but I, I know intelligent people, when you take in information and you process it, sometimes a position that you long held, firmly believed in it, you process it differently as a result of new information, new experiences. And so, you can change. You can move in a different direction. That's the beauty of being an adult, an independent thinker. And so my point is not to dismiss where we are, but to say I have faith that change can happen. Our whole history has been about, our whole history in this country has been about change. Not that is perfect, not that 
we should have to endure by any means, not that it's right, not that it is not an ugly experience that we've had to walk through. But change can happen. And I change happens. Change change happens, Lou. I mean, we're still we're not in the same place we were in the sixties. Yeah. We're darn close. <laughs> we're darn close. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, we are. <laughs> I mean okay. there has been some, <laughs> there has been some change, but it ain't been enough. I mean, oh, why yeah. are we still talking about being equal? We are yeah. equal. we should we should not be having these conversations. We should yeah. not have to have these conversations. And then you get somebody like Trump who comes and he takes us back almost darn to that yeah. point. Yeah. I mean, he undoes all the progress that we made or that we thought we made because, like you said, it just uncovered what yeah. people were already thinking. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that hurt, that's hurtful and it's oh, disheartening. It's and I think we had, we had a conversation about one it was some prominent person who said it really is hard hard to be in a country and love it when that country doesn't love you back oh well yeah it is it is that that um and that's what i tried to capture in that blog um they don't want us you know and um i encourage people to read that because it is Teresa. i hear you i feel it i agree but we I I have to believe that this is, I'm encouraged by the results. Um, and I, I love what Biden and Harris have said, that even though they ran on the Democratic ticket, they are, they will be elected as president or vice president of the, um, of America, and they'll be here for all Americans. And so I have to believe that as we grow and as we learn, we understand that there is no way we can be the power that we are, that we can excel without understanding we're all connected. And that's what's going to help us to enact laws and policies to the benefit of all citizens. We don't do well as a nation when we disregard those without a voice, when we disregard people who are in a position to, um, you know, afford somewhere to sleep at night, who can't feed their families. So when we care enough as a nation about each other, it's going to be better for all of us. And so yeah, I, when, when I that just, happened. When when that happens, I'm I'm, re I'm looking forward to seeing that because it has never happened. I you, right, you say that I, I I you say that, but it hasn't, Lou. I it hasn't. You, and I the fact you don't that think I've got on, I don't have on rose colored glasses. I get it. I get it. I feel I, I, it. I, I, I hear you. It. I and, walk and it every day. Biden and Biden and Harris could not have said anything other than what they said. They couldn't say that, but that is. That is the role of the president anyway. They don't have the luxury to to support just one yeah. party. Yeah. But this president, but, this current well, president. Well, that's what I was exactly about to say. Done. But that's what I'm about that's to say. What, to me. And we could be stuck. What he, 
We and we could be stuck with four more years on that. So I'm telling you, you're not gonna rain on my parade today. <laughs> because we and we have the first African American female in higher not office. Right now, She's gonna it. be the vice president. So I'm raise the roof on that one. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sorry. I'm excited about I'm, that. I'm celebrating, and nobody's gonna take that away from me. And I can take off my rose-colored glasses tomorrow, but for today, let me tell you something. You better put on your dark shades until this thing is over. <laughs> until we've had, oh yeah, I'm telling oh, yeah. you. Until we've heard a concession from that guy, yeah. That's then true. You better you better keep your black dark sunglasses on because yeah. I'm gonna tell you something. They have a way. They have yeah. a way, and the lawyers I are know. busy working. And yeah. If, if and if anybody, from what we've seen over the last four years, if anybody can do it with the numbers such that they are currently, if anybody can do it, I'm still waiting with um, bated breath, but I'm encouraged. And I'm just believing, even with all of the nonsense, the court challenges, and um, sending people in to intimidate um, people who are counting the votes, all of that. I'm still encouraged that at the end of the day, we'll have... Is that um, happening? I hadn't, yeah. I hadn't heard that. Oh, that was all last night. Yeah. And, um, and oh, no. Um, see, I didn't. I slept last night. I didn't Pennsylvania, listen. and I think... Uh, was it Georgia? Um, was it Georgia? It was some two or three states where there have been challenges, and you know, Trump's lawyers are um, taking action. So it's it's you're exactly right. We're nowhere near the end. But what I've been hearing from the pundits, and I, I have to say, shout out to MSNBC, particularly Steve um, Hornacki. I love their coverage. What they've been saying is that. Even when there's been a recount, there's not, there's not, there has not been big changes in the numbers. And so, yeah. and because they've been so careful in every state doing such a wonderful job, shout out to all the poll workers and everybody. Oh, everybody, yeah. Sure everyone that's been connected everyone. with in this operation. Largest yes. turnout in presidential election history. Everybody showed up, showed out. And, but. So what they expect that even when they do these recounts and their challenges from Trump's team, it's not going to change the results. So like you said, not, not celebrating yet, but I tell you what, I, I think it's a done deal and I, I, it has to be. And I just believe that we're going to move forward and not be um, seen internationally as just a circus that um the reputation <laughs> that we've had recently and you know who's in the circus you know the prime characters in the circus and that's what we've had for the last four years and so um this is too serious sometimes people get it twisted when we look at politics and looking at people in their suits and ties and you know all dressed up and speaking nicely sometimes people get it twisted that okay this is what it is but no, people, those are the folks that make the laws and make the policies that determine our lives, and particularly on the, on the local level as well. So it's very important work, very important yeah. work, and it's essential that it be done. So 
let me tell you let me tell you something that I am happy about what, the, okay. what something yeah, happy please, that please came share out of that Teresa because you are bringing me down <laughs> you are bringing me down I'm going to have to go back in my prayer closet after messing with you today you bringing me down let me tell you that something that I am happy about what let's hear about I am this. happy <laughs> I'm happy and hopeful that there were millions of folks who got involved in this election that have never voted before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy for them because well, I do believe that part of a great percentage of that million voted to vote out the current president. I do believe yeah. that. Well, and what I believe, what I believe, what I'm happy about is that those folks heard something or someone say how important this election was and they got it and okay, what i that, hope and let, i pray let, let me just stop you right that, there because i want you to think about what you just said which is what i said earlier some of these folks had never voted but something happened they got some new information they processed the information and they made a change go on they 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 voted um this is not anything, folks, even though she's trying to make me look bad and, <laughs> and make me go back. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not, not going to, I'm, I, I still am I, going I on it. with my point not, because, because this, this is also a change that's happened before. We have had other historic election, elections. This is the first time that we've had an uh, historic election when okay, the turnout you. was great. But yeah. what I'm hopeful this time that will be different than previous times is that in addition to hearing something and making the decision to vote for the first time that people get involved in the political process. Yeah. Right, right, right. So yeah. that's a yeah. difference. I yeah. hope that these people hold accountable. And that yeah. is something that I have done. I have sent letters when I, I, and that I do. I send letters to the senators i send letters and i and i i say hey i send email and that's what i want people to do get involved you, this is the first step and i'm yeah. hopeful that these many millions of people who yeah. registered for the first time and voted for the first time will continue to be engaged in the process because we well, can affect change that way right. and you can't, you, I, I i don't believe i don't believe i don't believe that all of the protesting that's going on right now, people aren't listening to that. But they do believe in the ballot. And they do well, believe, it, you know, vote, well, vote these folks out and hold them accountable. Well, that's and you make an happens. excellent point. You make an excellent point, one that I don't want us to lose, and that is to stay involved. So as you're living your lives in your various lo um, locations, attend the local meetings. Your local um, government meetings where the officials meet and make decisions which impact the lives of your community. Teresa is exactly right, exactly right. You should be attending those meetings. Know who, who, um, who people are, you know, your various politicians, uh, you know, your mayors, your board of supervisors, your city council, your um, area representative. You should have their phone numbers, their email, their addresses, so you can send their, so that you can send communications. And when 
there are issues that come up, you need to make sure you're talking to your neighbors about them. And so you're collectively increasing your voice and don't let them off. Don't let them off the hook. But just as uh, Teresa and I both were encouraged by the number of people that participated in the election, it was also um, a sad thing for me to think that in the middle of COVID, in, in a pandemic, with all of that and that potential, the risk to our community, people had to put their lives at risk to go and vote in person. And because there has been so much fear about our vote not being counted, about something going on, people standing in long line, I was encouraged about the sacrifices that were made, but also reminded of the poor leadership that got us in this place, where people had to place their lives at risk, had to go through so much turmoil because it's just that important that we get things changed. And when you think about that, that's really, that's a sombering thing because I thought about in the midst of hearing about the election and all of this, we cannot forget the number of Americans that have been, that have died, that have been hospitalized as a result of no plan of addressing this, this pandemic. That the scientists have been discounted and every term, protocols that were set in place by the CDC to keep us safer, safer, have been disregarded. And so in the middle, in this pandemic, we had no choice but to get out and yet take on another risk. And so it was just that important. And so to me, that shows how serious this was and that, that the yeah. numbers are still increasing. So Yeah, and I, and I want to say another, uh, again, I want to say thank you to everyone who took, that, took, took the risk because it was, it was that important. Yeah. And yeah. thank you for voting. Thank yeah. you for voting. Yeah. Continue yeah. to so, stay engaged. Yeah. And um, continue to stay engaged and continue to stay, stay hopeful that each of us can be part of the solution. So that's all we have here today at Earrings Off. Um, our very best to you because you know here at Earrings Off. When we know better, we do better. And I just at, want them to, too. <laughs> yeah. And we did better. And don't let Teresa bring you down. Have a great day.